Welcome to Kindly Gifted. I'm your host, Kate Tarantiva, and I can't wait to unwrap the world of influence with you. Every day, your gifted episodes, see what I did there, to help you become fluent in the business of creativity and learn the best kept industry secrets to creating an online presence worth remembering. It's really like having a momager on speed dial. So let's dive into it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, welcome back to Kindly Gifted. It is 2023 and it's the first episode of the year. I'm so excited that you're here. Um, I started a new traditional uh, tradition last year um, where I write down all my wins and for the year, no matter how big or small, and I put them in a jar. I actually saw Skylar Marshai do this on her Instagram stories and I was like, this is brilliant and immediately ordered a jar from Amazon <laughs> and I started like writing my little wins on I mean, some of them were big, some of them were little, on post-its and putting it in the jar. And then at the end of the year, I look back at all the things that I deemed to be celebratory moments throughout the year. Um, it was really great because it helped me like practice gratitude and not be so hard on myself um, about maybe not doing enough or not being enough. Um, looking back and being like, wow, I actually had a, a really great year or I had a better year than I thought. Um, it just makes makes you a little bit more grateful. So I invite you to join me in participating this year. Um, I will be starting the tradition up again. I'm really excited. Um, but this episode is about marketing seasons. Well, I've talked about marketing seasons in the past. I'm honing in specifically on the one we are in right now at the time of this recording. Um, it is the New Year's resolutions marketing season, which takes up the majority of Q1. Um, New Year's resolutions. Okay, let me back up. If you're a marketer, this is not new information. You know what marketing seasons are because you fucking work in the industry. However, <laughs> if you're a consumer, I think this episode will be really helpful for you to just be smarter about buying and also just be more intentional with the resolutions that you have because every single brand in existence is doing New Year's resolutions marketing right now because this is a high earning period for them. That's what a marketing season is. Um, you're going to see a lot of your favorite influencers and creators, and some of you may belong to that category, participating in campaigns that have to do with turning over a new leaf, forming new habits, um, goal setting, et cetera, et cetera. And I would just encourage, one, to be really mindful of what you consume and really ask yourself, like, am I doing this because it's cool or I'm subjecting myself to certain marketing or am I actually interested in forming a long-term habit out of this? Um, and I think for brands, my advice for this marketing season is like, be fucking creative. Okay. Take risks. I'm tired of seeing the same old shit all the time, every year, year after year, like start a dialogue with your target audience about the things that they actually care about, the habits that they want to form, the goals they want to set. Have a conversation. 
Um, I'm personally, as you know, if you listen to this podcast, um, a huge fan of mission driven and impact oriented marketing. Um, it in the long run converts more, um, than something that's just there to sell and make revenue without a care in the world about who you're talking to. Um, and for that reason, I think the New Year's resolutions marketing efforts that I've seen that have really impacted me are ones that really care about aligning themselves with, with others that have the same values. For example, gym memberships are a very common, commonly advertised product during this time. Equinox has kind of started this trend this year where they are not accepting any new members for the month of January, which really pissed a lot of people off. There were other gyms that decided to follow suit with that same strategy. This idea is not like original. It's just sometimes if a company has a huge name, they tend to get credit for it. So um, it made a lot of people mad that Equinox was not accepting any new members and that Um, In the industry specifically, there were a lot of people upset that this campaign seemed to be catering to existing target audience members. But I have to say, I actually think that's brilliant because most of the time marketing is about let's get our next X amount of subscribers. Let's get our next X amount of customers. But what about the people that have already subscribed? What about the people that are already existing customers? Why do we not give a fuck about them after they become a customer? Because customer retention is actually one of the hardest things to do versus acquisition. Especially for something like, I don't know, you know, a membership, a lease, etc. Right? Like, even I was talking with my apartment building uh, leasing office a while back as to, you know, like, I was like, I don't want to step out of line. But I personally think that you guys could definitely work on, like, resident retention. There's not a lot of what they call boomerangs. In other words, people that re-sign a lease year after year. And to do that, to increase that amount, you make a space for the community that people are actually interested in participating in, throwing their own events, getting to know each other. Because if your residents don't really know each other and there's no sense of community, in my opinion, that's kind of a fail, you know? So I personally loved that Equinox said, you know what? We're not accepting any new members. We are really focusing on the people right now that want to make a consistent um, effort in in bettering their life through exercise, through self-care, through health, as opposed to acquiring a shit ton of new subscribers and members only to then lose them in about a month or two, right? So I thought that was brilliant, um, despite the fact that there are are a lot of people in the marketing industry that thought that this campaign was shitty and they could have done better in terms of um, focusing on new members and and potential, you know, subscribers. But um, we see that all the time. (laughs) Like most of marketing is for new people. It's not for your existing fans, Um, for the retention of those users or customers or clients or what have you. So that's my soapbox there. If you want to know the Equinox campaign that I'm talking about, I'll link it in the description. Um, they 
put in like an ad in the New York Times that you can read where it gives the manifesto about um, how they don't speak January, which it has become kind of a language in the marketing industry. Another word for it is the New Year's resolutions time period. Um, but yeah, it's a pretty interesting campaign. So other things during this marketing season that are being pushed besides gym and health oriented stuff, um, we have dry January, which mm, doesn't make sense to me, but you do you. Um, this is a great marketing time period for non-alcoholic alternatives. So things like, um, fuck, what is the Joe Jonas's brand name? I think it's like Oza or Alza or something like that. That, Katy Perry's, um, Kin Euphorics but with uh, Bella Hadid, um, Recess, all of these different companies, which uh, Kin Euphorics, by the way, has a really cool story. I'll link it in the description below. I made a TikTok about them last year. It was great. Um, but brands like that are, are becoming more popular, especially during this time, um, with dry January upon us. So you'll see a lot of that being pushed because people want to stop drinking or they want to stop drink, start, stop, you know, they want to drink less or whatever. Um, so that's something that's also being pushed during this time. I feel like this episode sounds like a weather report, (laughs) but (laughs) Ooh, that could be a fun TikTok idea. Anyway, so (laughs) um, that is getting pushed. Um, Other things is any type of subscription. So like music subscriptions, you know, the, the messaging could be something along the lines of like, this is your year to discover cooler, newer music, you know, acquaint yourself with more artists this year or some shit like that. I don't know if that's a real headline, but it could be. So Apple Music, um, Spotify, same with shows and any other streaming services. So Netflix, HBO, Max, um, Apple TV, Prime, any of the other ones, you know, um, are also probably running deals for new subscribers. Remember, like I said earlier, a lot of attention, usually, especially during this time, is focused on customer acquisition. So it's not necessarily about retention. It's about getting new people in because people are primed and ready to try new things more so now than they are down the line further into the year. Um, So Q1 is when they are ready to try new things. Q4 is when they're getting prepped and primed to try new things. So usually if you see companies that are really ahead of the game, they'll probably try doing like New Year's resolutions teaser stuff um, at the end of Q4. Um, and that's their way of, of priming people to then, you know, seal the deal when uh, the new year comes around. Um, in addition to health and streaming services, um, anything that it allows you to turn over a new leaf, meaning this is a time for like spring cleaning, right? Or it's coming up, but you know, the end of the year, the, the year ended, you're probably, you know, selling clothes on Poshmark, Depop, Grailed. So fashion brands are also pushing their new looks, new trends, all of that, um, So you're probably getting marketing in terms of clothing and fashion. Um, Same with technology, right? Tech changes super fast. So new phones, new hardware, new computers, all that stuff. Same with cars. Um, 2023 is upon us, which means newer car models. Um, Furniture as well. So you're getting things from last season, right, that are being 
marked down, cooler, newer furniture in accordance with trends. Um, So trend-based marketing is super, super popular at the beginning of the year because you're kind of like starting fresh. What's the cool thing to be had this year, right? So there's a lot of like that kind of marketing. Um, Beauty brands are launching things. Actually, I saw... I'm really impressed with this, by the way. But um, L'Oreal, the L'Oreal group, which owns, of course, L'Oreal, but also Lancome, have launched some, like, really badass, innovative-as-fuck products, Um, technological products to be exact. Beauty evolves really fast. It's very, like, trend-forward marketing in general, but also beauty technically moves a lot faster than some of the other industries like fashion because beauty is science, right? It's chemistry. It's... um, uh, you know, biology, there's a lot more scientific efforts involved um, and medical efforts or clinical efforts involved in the development of the beauty industry. Um, and so it moves just a lot faster. That's why you have kind of more products maybe coming out and all of that. So L'Oreal launched a like brow automatic, like brow stamp. I don't know. It's a really cool looking machine. Um, and then Lancome, which is also owned by the L'Oreal group, launched um, a tool to help people with disabilities um, apply lipstick, which is really cool. The campaign was beautiful. Um, there's a lot of a lot of different types of women with different types of disabilities um, that uh, were being shown using the tool, and it is AI-powered. I definitely recommend looking that up as well. I'll probably put it in the description below so you can check it out. Um, but I think that that was a really incredible push. So anything focused on innovation is a really great thing to advertise at the beginning of the year because, again, people are primed and ready to try new things, which is all about innovating, right? So um, if you have an innovative product, it, it is a really great time to either test it or launch it um, in Q1 of the year, especially sometime really close to uh, the the new year, first or second week of January. Um So those are kind of some things regarding the marketing season that we're in right now. Again, I hope that it helps you become like a smarter consumer. Um, But if you're a marketer, like think of really, please think of creative, uh, like creative ass ways to talk to people and have conversations with them about the things that they are interested in doing this year. Um, Focusing on customer retention, I think, is really smart. I think going forward um, in Q1, that will be a a bigger marketing trend that we will see is people focusing on retaining existing customers and and really feeding into customer loyalty as opposed to just acquisition. Um, So I think that that's really smart. But... (laughs) Start conversations. Like, this is a lot about, for example, for me, uh, one of my goals this year is to read 52 books, which is a book a week. We're going to try. I don't know if I'm going to make it, but I'm going to try. So if you're a book subscription company, for example, like, that's a really cool thing to feed into, right? If people want to to read more, like, find a way to have that conversation, whether it's through UGC or it's, um, you know, really conversational headlines in your on your website or in an app depending on what it is um to help people with discoverability and also like encourage them to read more or try new books or you know speaking to that kind of adventurous 
side of this year. Um, Because like I said, people tend to be more adventurous in Q1 with like the things that they want to try and the habits that they want to form, the goals that they want to achieve than they are further down the year. So, um, but yeah, I hope this was helpful. And like, I feel like I sped through it and like out of breath, but also I low key feel like this sounded like a weather report, which again, (laughs) I don't know why I thought about that, but I did. Um, but yeah, so that is, that is the Q1 marketing season. Um, and that will then take us into Valentine's day, which as you know, is another pretty heavy spend period, um, for people, especially, those in love, but also like the marketers have gotten really clever because people are now, especially maybe I said, I would say like within the past, I don't know, it feels like five years. I'm pretty sure it's been more, there's been more like a singles conversation. So like treating yourself as a single or like, don't let, you know, people in love, not let you celebrate Valentine's day or whatever. Um, so there's definitely been a, a, very calculated and like strategic effort to involve singles in spending their money on Valentine's day. Um, so that is the, the other, um, part of the Q1 marketing season, definitely not as big, I would say as new year's resolutions, just because I feel like more people are involved in new year's resolutions than in Valentine's day. Um, cause it, you know, some people don't have a partner or they just don't want to celebrate the holiday or whatever. Um, whereas like turning over a new leaf, like that's pretty appealing to most people. So anyways, that is the Q1 marketing season, uh, New Year's resolutions and Valentine's day. Let me know if you have any questions. Um, I'll probably do this again for, um, some other marketing seasons down the year. So you can kind of be aware of things that are going to be pushed. Um, and also encourage some like creativity if you are a marketer, because we can't be doing the same shit every fucking year. So (laughs) Anyways, I will see you in the next episode. I hope this was helpful. Thanks for tuning in to Kindly Gifted. To support the podcast, please leave a review, share with your friends, and don't forget to subscribe. Make sure you follow me on TikTok at Kate Mob for more creative secrets from the internet's momager. See you on the next episode of Kindly Gifted.